All right, welcome to the Game Room Podcast. Uh, we normally do fighting game stuff, so let's let's do that. I've been doing a lot of other stuff and arcade building and ranting about stupid stuff, but uh, let's let's go into some Tekken stuff. I haven't done a Tekken one in a while. Um, I know there's people out there that have been subscribing, and we super appreciate it. Um, I'm also uh, linked in with Seattle Tekken, which is the greatest uh, Pacific Northwest Tekken syndicate out there. We are super awesome. Uh, really good community to get into. Uh, I'm also part of Broken Pony Gaming. If you haven't heard of them, they do a lot of playthroughs and really fun uh, you know, podcast-based games and stream games. Um, we did Mega Man playthrough, play, playthroughs, Jesus, and uh, we're planning on doing some other fun stuff like, uh, um, you know, like if you die, you drink shots of hot sauce and, you know, stupid stuff, mostly drunken playthroughs, um, question and answers. They play a little bit of Smash Brothers. I don't play that stuff. Um, and, you know, and they just do a lot of platformers, action games, shooting games, stuff like that. But, um, Anyways, we're, we're going to jump into some tech and stuff. I've been playing a little bit uh, recently. Um, since I got back from uh, holiday leave, I was back in Michigan. So now I'm back here in Washington and been trying to get back on the horse here and play a little bit. Um, been following a little bit of, of games, some, some Just Frame James action. He's back in Washington now. He's actually staying here. So he's, he's arguably one of the best law players and Yoshi players in the United States. Um, he's right up there with Rip and a few other players out there. Um, I've, I've met him a couple times, but I have never really sat down and, and shared notes or anything with him. So hopefully we'll be doing that on the stream. I'm, I'm hoping we can uh, I can get in touch with him and have him come over for, uh, for a get-together here uh, at, at my game room. Uh, the one you see on the stream with the arcade and all that. So I'm going to try to get them over there. We're also going to probably get some um, Shima players like Monstroso. We're also going to get probably Johnny Bravo, Silence. We're going to get we're gonna get some, oh, some pretty good names. Pretty good names. Some really, really solid players um, into the game room so we can actually do some Q&A and some matchups and some uh, dissections of gameplay and stuff like that. Now, obviously, I'm not the best player out there. Um, that's my disclaimer I always throw in whenever I start talking about a fighting game is that I'm not... God's gift to the fighting game. I've played them a lot. I enjoy them. Um, I can keep up. I would say I'm like average level um, when it comes to competitive gaming. I'm not really, really, really good. I'm not godlike. I have some good nights and I have some really terrible ones. So, um, but anyways, let's let's jump right in. Uh, we were practicing a lot recently with more law action, um, just trying out new little gimmicks and tricks and and mix-ups and stuff, and. Um, Something I didn't really go into great detail about in the other uh, recording of just kind of a general, like, where do I start kind of thing is, you know, if you're starting out with law and you've played Tekken before, what, you know, what do you really need to use on the regular to mix them up? And with law, I've talked about the slide before, but the slide really plays well into his wall standing game. And it also is immensely important uh, when you start playing people of higher level, and because of that, you can really mix in some nasty mix-ups in, in damage potential that is actually more damaging than the slide. And it's funny because if they stand and keep getting hit by the slide, it makes them mad because it's like 36 points of damage or something like that. It's 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 a chunk of damage. I think it's 31. And doing that, coupling with you know other little mix-ups, it it's God, it's nasty. Like um, 
something I was watching people do is um, Hammer of Gods on block. Now, what Hammer of Gods does, it gives you one frame positive on block. Um, on hit, it's a full knockdown. On counter hit, it's a it's a bounce launch. So it actually gives you a full combo off of it if it hits on counter hit. And it's a really great wake-up tool. Um, and the best thing, of, in my opinion of it, is not only the launch, but the fact that you can hold crouch and recover crouching. And what that does for you is it allows you to uh, set up your your slide game with one frame positive on it. And it's really, really obscure. Like, it's really difficult to see coming. Um, what I like to see players do is they'll do Hammer of Gods to full crouch to wall standing one, and you can hit confirm that shit. I know it's difficult. I know a lot of play people say it's impossible, but there is a skill gap there. Um, you can hit confirm that shit. And it's, like, I'm not saying I do it every time. It's difficult. Um, you know, you, you can't do it every time. It's, you know, especially online. You're not going to do it while online. But physically, on a monitor, you it is arguably doable. You can do it. Um, in my opinion, you can do it. And by being able to do wall standing one and hit confirm it makes the move completely safe. It's a pretty good long range poke. It's mid. Um, it does okay damage. Um, if they try to punish it uh, right afterwards, if they block it, you can hit them with the second hit, um, which is great. And that's a that's a, a, a flip stun or spinning stun, and that gives you access to back turn junkyard. It gives you access to all sorts of nasty shit. Um, you get a free uh, you get a free D, uh, dragon tail afterwards, which is really nice, and you just get oodles of Yukemi afterwards, and also some Oki options. So <clears throat> you can do lots of nasty shit with it. Um, and then from there, you also get wall standing four, and you can you can uh, just frame DSS cancel that into some magic stuff. You can do uh, uh, wall standing four DSS one, which is just the first hit of his uh, dragon power punch string or whatever you want to call it um you also get um what else you also get uh forward three it's unsafe on block but a lot of players will try to backdash cancel after that um after they get hit by that i don't know why i think they think that they're going to avoid uh while standing one because it's really small hitbox the range isn't great on it and that's fine. If they want to do that, that's fine. But you you get access to Ab Cruncher, which is both kicks. You get access to um, DSS Forward 3 plus 4, which is a really fast cancel. So you get while standing 4 into 3 plus 4 forward. And what that does is that gives you basically a mid-hitting overhead that on counter hit launches. And you can launch with either uh, a crouching jab into whatever your filler is or uh, down for two of all things and then into a standing two into the rest of your combos so there is lots of options there uh, for damage that that you wouldn't really see um, normal law scrubs do you know they're usually going to go for dragon tail or slide and that's it um, off a of hammer of gods on normal hit and you can do that but um, you know it is what it is Another nice setup is um, Hammer of Gods into Wall Running 3. Um, so what that is, is that's basically a mid-hit that forces Crouch into uh, Running 3. Now, that comes into a very interesting topic that a lot of Law players don't utilize. And you see it a lot more with Dragonoff players, is Instant Wall Running. Um, Dragonoff's Instant Wall Running 2 and Instant Wall Running, I think, 3, whatever the knee is, it might be 4, 
is absolutely devastating at range zero. Like, if you can pull that shit off at range zero, that really separates the men from the boys when it comes to close-range games with Dragunov or even Law. Um, you actually input it. If I can read the notation out and have it make sense without showing you, it is it is forward-forward, neutral for one frame, forward three. Now, what that does, it can be two or three frames. You don't really have to make it perfect, but it's... Two fast forward forward, so like you're dashing, neutral forward three. And by hitting the forward and three at the same time at the end of the inputs, it tricks the game into thinking that you're in a running position, that you're in the point of running that you can get while running three to come out. And by doing that, you are forcing the opponent in that situation after Hammer of Gods to be... It's it's nasty. It's, it's a plus frame blockable mid that gives you a throw mix-up if they block. And what you'll do is you'll do while running three, even at medium range, while running three into either uh, deep dash uh, four forward three plus four, which is the lee ni- or knee lift, lee lift, I'm stupid, knee lift throw. That's a double button break. It breaks with one plus two. It's a launcher, it's taggable, and it just does fucking shit tons of damage, um, especially when they are afraid of, uh, you know, getting hit by this flying kick into something else. Now, if they start getting smart, you start adding in down back three after the Hammer of Gods, or uh, down four two, or, you know, whatever nasty shit you want to do. I like doing uh, four up forward three, because that gives you yet another frame. And it's fast enough to where they might duck the first hit because it's high and get launched. Um, it's a knockdown. It's not really a launcher. Um, counter hit is nasty off that. Counter hit four up forward three is a full launch. Um, you know, it's it's dirty. There's dirty stuff there. Um, you know, another option is Hammer of Gods and then two forward two. And that can be hit confirmable into the last hit, which is a bound move. Um, if they try to jump or do any goofy shit, that's bounds. Um, it also gives you plus frames on hit, and it also is safe on block. Uh, it is high. The last hit that bounds is high, but a lot of players, for some reason, stand for it and whatever. Um, a good skill check move is Hammer of Gods into back 4-3. Um, the second hit's high, but it gives you frames, um, and it allows you to have uninterruptible moves afterwards. Like uh, I'm trying to remember what the frame count is on it. I don't honestly know off the top of my head, um, but I know it's enough to give you... Uh, while standing uh, four, if they touch any buttons, uh, four will hit. Standing four will hit, which is magic four. That'll launch on counter hit. Um, you know, just brutal. Just off Hammer of Gods, you've got like six different options. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, what else? Um, oh, down back two. God damn. So it's something I've seen a lot of good law players use, and I never really implemented it until recently, and I know now why they use it so much. Downback 2 is a safe elbow that's mid. It does pretty good damage, it's got decent range, but the best part is it's super fucking evasive. And I say that because you can do downback 2, downback. And by doing downback 2 and then hitting downback, you're actually... Uh, getting yourself away, much like Lei, uh, Lei Wulong or uh, Ling Zhaoyu does, off of back turn. So you're able to get like almost two full character dashes away from the opponent after a mid-safe poke. That is an elbow. And if you play lots of uh, Asuka or Jin or June, people that have all these crazy reversals... I'm sorry, not Jin. 
but Paul, Wong, different characters that have really good reversal games, the elbow will eat them alive. And if they're scrubby and they don't know that you can't reverse the elbow, they eat that shit all day long. And it's awesome. Um, also, a lot of players get really overzealous if you hit them in your back turn because they want to avoid Law's back turn game, which we'll get into in a second. But being able to do down back two and then hitting down back to be a, get, being evasive uh, opens the door because you're now recovering crouched again. And that opens up your wall standing game. So you can do, again, what we talked about earlier, wall standing one, hit confirm to wall standing one, two. You can do uh, wall standing three, which is high, but gives you really good, uh, you know, options off of DSS. Um, and if wall standing three hits, uh, on hit wall standing two, I'm sorry, Jesus, wall standing, DSS just frame two is guaranteed. Uh, it does shit tons of damage. It, it launches on counter hit. It's uninterruptible. Um, it's one of my favorite things to go for if you see wall standing four blocked is you instant DSS two. Uh, if they touch a button, they get fucked up. Um, what else off a of back turn? Oh yeah, so down back two, uh, neutral down back, while standing one, that's kind of your poke. Uh, while standing four is a good poke. Um, you can do, what else can we do? Oh yeah, uh, just a simple mix up, just two two. And uh, the thing about two two, if you play against law and you don't understand how that works, if you see both backhand attacks blocked, fucking hit him. It's, it's punishable. I think it's like minus 14 or even more. It might be launch punishable. I don't know. I think it's minus 14. Um, and at close range with your back to the wall, you can launch that shit. Um, but what you'll do is you'll do down back two, okay, and you'll stay back turned, and then just two, just the first one. And you can actually use that as a bait. So if they touch a button, that crumple fall stuns into 4443. And that's a full launcher, and that's a shit ton of damage um, off of a counter hit. Um, you can also hop kick if you're fast. It's kind of difficult. You have to hit like an up neutral motion to uh, to crouch cancel, and then you can do the hop kick. It's a pain in the ass, but it is doable. I, I don't try it online though. Um, what else can you do? Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of all the stuff I've been practicing with recently to kind of keep you guys up to date. If you're a law player, I, I really try to help people out. I'm not going to try to keep a bunch of secrets from you. I might keep a couple things under the cuff, but for the most for the most part, I try to try to give you guys as much uh as much knowledge as i can um oh we were talking about wall running three so wall running three gives you frames on block it's not a whole lot it's not like a, a, an insane amount but it's enough to get you a throw like i said you can deep dash uh, knee lift you can also do one up to drop run up to drop there we go which is forward two and three at the same time um that's dash cancel cancelable as well which is great it gives you a lot more range with that and knee lift um <clears throat> what else if people are afraid of that and they see the wall running and they start ducking, that's when you start doing a single flip kick, um, which is stupid. Um, and the cool thing about flip kick, and, and I knew about this back in the day in, in, in 6, I think it's in 5 as well, but you can do just the first hop kick and hold back and that gives you DSS. So a lot of people that are not really, really tight on their punishment, they might see the flip kick hesitate because there's a potential for a second flip kick. And that's what I, that gives you something I like to call invisible frame advantage. Uh, what that means then is that there's a second hit that may come out and fuck their day up and give you a counter hit launcher, which is just a nasty amount of damage. Um, 
So they'll hesitate until they see that you didn't do it, and then they'll try to attack you with something. Usually that you throw a bunch of jabs out something quick because um, they just want to get some sort of damage and get the priority back to attack, get the advantage back. Um, but what I like to do is I like to sabaki parry right after a first flip kick, which is really dirty, <coughs> especially because a lot of scrubby players out there online do not know what a sabaki is or how it works. Um, Law sabaki is DSS... Uh, one plus two or forward one plus two um it basically is an absorb move you don't take any damage um from the attack it blocks or it, it evades and reverses high and mid punches and kicks uh it's ridiculous um it does i think like counter hit it's like 40 damage uh i don't think it does wall stun i don't think it splats but it does damn near everything else you can think of um, when it comes to damage, uh, it really pushes them to the wall, which is nice. It's a good, it's a good wall carry. <coughs> it sounds dumb, but you can do that in in an exchange for four four two one three or one two three, which are usually what you see a lot of players uh, use to wall carry. Um, and I like using that more actually because it the recovery on it is surprisingly quick um, for it being a wall carry move, and it also is only one hit instead of three. So it makes your combos a little more viable. You can do a little more damage off other hits um, if you're relatively close to the wall. <coughs> um, what else? Oh, uh, one thing Just Frame James did talk to me about is uh, if 4-3 hits an enemy, you can do an inescapable uh, one-inch punch. I think it's called Poison Arrow. In the newer versions of the game, it used to be one-inch punch. It's... Um, uh, two roll two roll one or forward two roll one um you can do that off of dss it's fucking stupid um it gets you your great combo with paul uh it is a crumple fall launcher on uh a crumple fall crumple fall stun on counter hit which is absolutely mind-boggling because you can do four 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 three afterwards you can do back two and do a launch afterwards um at the wall it's devastating it's, it's just, you know, it's a great move. And a lot of players don't see it um, coming out, especially after 4-3s on hit. A lot of people think they're going to go for the next, you know, the third hit, and they'll try mashing buttons or ducking, and it hits them, it's mid. And it's also safe. Like, what the hell? Like, why would you not do that move? Um, it's not safe near the wall, so you got to be careful about that. But for the most part, it's a it's a safe mid-launcher <clears throat> with pushback. I mean, wh why not? Um, especially when you have the advantage. If you have the advantage, just go for it once in a while. You'd be surprised how many people get hit by it. Um, what else? I'm trying to think other good mix-ups I use. Um, down back three is a great move. It sides, it cancels sidestep on one side. It breaks sidestep on one side, so they can't just keep stepping you to the left. It stops it. Um, that's Law's weak side, by the way. If you're playing Law and you're new to the whole thing about sidestep, you're having problems with sidestep, a lot of decent players will try to sidestep left against Law all the time, and that's your get-out-of-jail-free card is down back three. Um, also, a great move is back four. Amazing move. That's your big sidestep killer. Um, range is pretty good. Um, it's safe on block. Leads you to back turned. Um, you, can, you can just hit the move and then go for uh, forward uh, two, three, throw, run up to drop on hit. It's pretty much unseeable. It's like unbreakable. Well, I can't say unbreakable. It's it's breakable, but they have to anticipate the break. They're not going to have a lot of time to, to see it coming out. Um, it's an obscure throw break. It's a knee that you lift, so it's hard for a lot of players, especially newer players, to see it and break it or inexperienced players with that throw. 
Um, what else? One, the one three throw, one plus three standard throw wall breaks. Um, really important to know. Um, just really fucking stupid. Uh, see, everyone with lost throws is good for some reason, and that's what people don't seem to realize. I see so many scrubby laws just going for the same throw over and over again. Um, and if you're just going to go for a knee lift, just double button break, you know, like whatever. Um, his 2-4 throw, his 2-plus-4 throw is uh, crouch, uh, crouch recovered, which means if you hold down, you can recover crouching, and back turned, which is so dumb. Like, you can recover that shit back turned or crouching back turned. So that gives you down four back turned as a launcher, as a reset. Um, I see a lot of nasty plays where you hit 2-4 throw, hold down, and then jump over them for a cross-up. And the cross-up just gives you stupid options. Um, you can actually get a full junkyard reset off of that throw uh, if you do it right. <clears throat> um, on counter-hit, I'm trying to remember exactly how it works. I think on counter-hit, 2 plus 4 on counter-hit, not the throw, mind you. I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. If you do 2-4, okay, wake up. Uh, back turned and then do one two three it actually launches you can also go into the uh, knee lift throw off of it you i mean it's just stupid it's basically a throw that you can mix up into another throw like off of the recovery like it's law's stupid he's so good he's got so many good options that are tricky um oh, i'm trying to think what else he's got back to your amazing poke that's your that's your instigator that's your move you're going to use to start up a pressure or back four uh, back two has really good range. Just one of his longest pokes. Um, banana peel. Holy shit! If you're not using banana peel, you're you're dumb. Like I know the the move has super long recovery. I know it's slow. I know you can punish it if you block it. But it's so deceptive. It's got such good range. It goes over most players' uh, starting moves that they're going to use to start building pressure. Um, off of it on counter hit in the new game in seven, it knocks down, which is really interesting. Um, in this game, it does like a, a kneel stun. You crouch down for a second and that gives you options to do while standing four or, um, you know, flip kick or another low. I mean, you can do just dumb shit with it. Um, you know, just little, little bits and pieces there. I'm trying to give you guys what I can here. I'm about to pull into home here. Uh, thanks for listening. This is the game room podcast. We are, uh, affiliated with Seattle Tekken and Broken Ponies podcast in their live streams. Um, you can catch us at uh, The Lefty on YouTube. Uh, you also can catch us on uh, CastBox under the Game Room. If you have the CastBox app on your phone or your tablet, it's really nice. Um, I'm trying to migrate all my stuff over to iTunes and Google Play. Uh, that'll probably be in the next couple weeks. And you can also see us on Twitch every weekend uh, at the Game Room. We're usually under Tekken or Arcades Classics if you search us. Um, and our address for that is... Uh, twitch.tv slash the lefty with an underscore in between the and lefty and we do all sorts of cool playthroughs we have an arcade cabinet that has 600 games we do all sorts of wicked cool stuff we're also working on uh, promoting a new game coming out from zero dimension uh, studios which is called cerebral it's a new 2d fighter with a four-player tag mechanic which is really cool and uh, they're working on the uh, alpha right now And that will be coming out. Uh, you can purchase the Alpha as a as a Kickstarter through their site. Um, you can get it through uh, Cerebral.in. So you can search that on Google. You can search it somewhere. Look for Cerebral. It's C-E-R. Uh, what did I just spell? Okay, C-E-R-E-B-R-A-W-L. Jesus, I'm dyslexic or something. Um, .in. 
<clears throat> and you can go to their website and they have all sorts of cool swag. They have stickers you can buy. They have uh, prints of their characters coming out. They have one character currently that's almost complete. Uh, and you can basically play the beta beta and demo mode and try it all out and do practice mode and play against your friends with that one character, up to four players with that one character. It's bizarre, but it's really fun. Um, and they're going to be just launching, I think, eight characters total with the first final build of the game. They're going to be doing DLC based on how they how well they do, and they are porting it uh, to PS4 and Xbox One uh, sometime after the final build is completed on PC. So if you have a PC that can play a 2D fighter, which is pretty much anything out there, including laptops, I would highly, highly suggest you check it out. Help these guys out. Even if you're not big into fighting games, if you just want to check out a cool game in development and actually get some uh, some vocalization of your ideas into a fighting game, you can check these guys out. They're very accommodating. They're very cool about uh, checking their Discord app and, uh, and talking on there and doing uh, live dev streams. So uh, like I said, I think... I think for me to unlock everything in the game, including life updates, it was like 17 bucks. So you know, you're welcome to do that. Check them out. And uh, I will check with you guys later. Uh, have a good night and keep on gaming.